You're listening to Chats by Rotaract Australia, where we bring Rotaractors together to inspire, educate and collaborate. Hi guys, welcome to the next episode of the Chats by Rotaract Australia podcast. My name is Laura and I am your host and today I am super excited to be talking to a pocket rocket of Rotaract in South Australia. She is the current president of the Adelaide University Rotaract Club and her name is Wajan Abu Mustafa. Welcome Wajan. Hi, thank you Laura for having me. I'm very, very honoured and happy to be here. I have heard great things about the work that you guys are doing in Adelaide and a little while ago I got to experience it firsthand so I'm delighted to have you on the podcast today. Why don't you start with telling us a little bit about yourself personally and when you're not doing Rotaract things? Personally, um, I'm Wajan, as Laura has just introduced me. I'm 20 years old. I'm studying um, Law and International Relations at Adelaide Uni and doing my third year at the moment. So been here for a while in Australia, really enjoying it. And otherwise, professionally, I'm the president of the club, as Laura has mentioned as well. Yeah, it's currently been really, really fun. (laughs) (laughs) And so you obviously attend Adelaide University. How did you get involved in Rotaract in the first place? Um, I got involved in Rotaract in 2019. Was it 2019 or 2020? Wow, the years are running so fast. Um, Yeah, it was 2019. Um, I was at one of the all-week stalls where I met Leonard. He told me about the club and I got really interested um, and signed up. So that's how I got involved. After a couple of months, I was elected as president. (laughs) Look, nothing like throwing you in the deep end. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Nothing like that happened to me before. (laughs) So why did you decide your first role to be president? Well, that wasn't my intention, but a lot of the people have told me that they've seen some leadership potential in me. And that's when I thought, you know, there's an opportunity and I'll just make a big jump and take that opportunity. And wow, it turned out to be the best thing I ever did so far. The project journey has been really, really fantastic. There's so much I got out of it. And I don't think there's anything else that I could have done to get the same benefits out from the benefits that I got so far from being president. So, yeah. Definitely. And so your club is a little bit special in that you work through a calendar year rather than the traditional Rotary or Rotaract year. What does that mean for your club in terms of how do you run elections and and projects and stuff like that? Well, it's a little bit difficult with the whole uh, us trying to be aligning with Rotary and um, the guidelines and so on, but it's pretty much uh, easy when it comes to uni stuff. So we start from January till December. We'll get our AGM towards the end of the year, which is happening in October 14th this year. And the projects run throughout the whole year. We get a new team every year, if we can, and they do an amazing job with accomplishing so many, so many new things. So I guess there's not a major difference, but it's a slight change, I guess. (laughs) Definitely. And so lots of clubs struggle to find members. The membership is always a challenge, but your club is quite unique in that you, well, maybe not quite recently, but this year you had a very exciting accolade in terms of membership. What is the the secrets and tips to to gaining members? 
Oh, wow. Very good question. <laughs> so, yeah, actually, the other day we hit 70 members. So we were celebrating that on the group chat with our members. We're very, very happy that we have a big membership. Our process of membership is actually a very good process, I'd say, in the way that we make sure only members who are truly interested to be involved become members. Um, and through that, that's when members really see the value of becoming members. So I guess the main tip is, you know, us showing other people the value in becoming members, whether it's sponsorships or opportunities or connections. So um, when people see truly the value of that membership, they really like to get involved. And I guess that's um, one thing that, you know, I'd advise other clubs to focus on as well. And you guys have a really strong focus on collaborations and partnerships with other Rotary clubs and other yeah. um, community groups uh, in, in South Australia. Why is that such a big, important part of your club? Oh, it's, it's very, very huge, um, a very, very huge importance to us. It comes down to literally everything we do. So collaborations with other cultural groups, communities, organisations, it's, it's kind of like if we want to make a huge impact in the community, we wouldn't be able to do that without all these collaborations and connections. So it's very, very important. Um, it helps us, you know, create a bigger impact and helps us make good connections and basically support the good causes that we want to support. So it's, it's a very, very beneficial and important thing. And talking of good causes, one of your biggest projects of the year um, is about to happen. I think by the time this podcast episode comes out, it will have happened. This cross COVID pending, all of those <laughs> things that we need to deal with in 2020 and 2021. But why don't you tell us a little bit about the signature project and event of your club? Sure. Yeah, you just chose my favorite topic to talk about. <laughs> Actually, the team is very excited for Cultural Night. I'm very, very excited. I get goosebumps whenever I talk about it. The idea is we get different cultural groups to come and either represent their culture through a stall or through performances. And participants and attendees come and experience a very, very diverse event and have a lot of fun whether it's um, enjoying the food or enjoying the performances, um, it's going to be a very, very big thing. And I guess another great thing about it is that we support, uh, through the tickets that are raised, we support No Barriers Education, which is a organization or a non-for-profit organization in here in Adelaide, launched very recently, and they support women in Zimbabwe. So very, very great cause. You come and enjoy a great event and at the same time you are supporting a very good organisation. So definitely, definitely very excited. <laughs> Look, it is definitely on the calendar of all Rotor actors in South Australia. The <laughs> event gets bigger and bigger and bigger each year. And one thing that I think a lot of people are struggling with at the moment is finding that motivation and that passion to create an event or continue doing an event why do you think that Cultural Night keeps getting bigger and bigger, even despite all the challenges that are currently facing us? I guess you need that passion. So mainly a huge, huge drive of Cultural Night is from Leonard Shankilevri, who you would know um, is the past president. 
He initiated Culture Night in 2017 and his passion towards it has made it continue, made it grow throughout all these years. And finding those people who are also passionate about it to help organize it was one of the key things that has also helped totally. And despite COVID, despite all the restrictions and so on, we would always still uh, aspire to continue it every year and start organizing even from January, which is pretty early on, but you'd be surprised that you still get a lot of things needed to be done towards the end. So um, very, very good to be organized and have it all um, planned out from the beginning. So yeah. Definitely. And I know one thing that you guys do really well is getting lots of different sponsors on board. How does that conversation happen? Because one thing that I get really nervous about is asking people for money or asking people for support. How do you guys tackle that challenge? It's pretty much, from my view, it's pretty much uh, about, again, showing those sponsors or potential sponsors about the value of the event and what kind of impact it has. Not just supporting the non-for-profit organization and the money going to good cause, but also the fact that we're promoting diversity and multiculturalism and having a big event that shows that you know, we represent that diversity is a very, very big thing in Adelaide here. I guess showing those uh, sponsors that value really motivates them to support us. So totally um, comes back to the point of collaborations and connections and how we all work together to make a big difference. Fingers crossed everything goes super smoothly. Talking about culture and clubs, you guys have over 70 members now. How do you build a good club culture? That's a really, really great question. Club culture is one of the most interesting things that I really like to really consider very well, especially after I became president of the club. I guess when I joined Rotract here at Adelaide Uni, there was already a pretty good basis of club culture here in um, our club. And again, it's thanks to the past president, Leonard, who was involved in being president for a while. I got to notice that club culture is very important when you consider the smallest things. So you really need to think about the tiniest things that make a difference in um, not just the club, but the members who make up the club anyways. So I guess the smallest things such as making sure you appreciate your members and everything they do, the input they put as well, or just saying thank you or just having that social event with them, having those fun times with them, getting to know them. So all these add up to your club culture um, and how you make your members really enjoy being part of the club. But another important thing about club culture is keeping accountability and making sure that we have that, you know, members adhering to our standards, whether it's our code of conduct or just general community principles. So it's it works both ways and it's, um, I guess, a very important thing to think about. Talking about good members, as a leader, you obviously come across people who you might not necessarily choose to work with. What do you look for in good board members and club members? That was a big thing that I learned through being president. There's so many, so many things to consider, but I guess the main thing also... Again, it comes back to passion. <laughs> we all have to remember that being part of Rotract is a voluntary thing. None of us are getting paid <laughs> to be here. Okay. So 
us um, taking that initiative, wanting to be involved in road tracks for the good cause um, is a very, very um, important thing to consider because we need to know that members are here because they want to be here to help the club. So when you look at it from that perspective, you see that the most important thing is that passion for the good community services or so on. But besides the passion, it's the drive, it's the organization, time management, it all works together, I guess. But yeah, when it comes to our club, which is very diverse, it also comes back to being able to work in a team that's from different backgrounds and different cultures. So it really comes down to people's passion again. So yeah. (laughs) And now you're in a unique position as you're thinking about wrapping up your year as president. What have been some of the highlights of the year so far? Oh, there's been so many. I I really don't know how to pick one. The highlights that really, really became memorable memorable for me is when it was those smallest moments that I had the tiniest messages or notes from members about them being happy or feeling appreciated or very, very glad to be part of the club. It's a time when I feel like I really made a difference in someone's life I or I empowered someone else to take a step forward. It's those moments that have been really, really um, memorable for me. For the club, I guess the biggest highlight was at the Rotaract National Conference, which was online this year. (laughs) It was the club's first time to receive four awards and we were really happy about it. We were celebrating it. And yeah, it's been one of the biggest highlights. And that's when you got Rotaract of the Year. So that was when we were really, really happy for you. (laughs) Look, that was certainly a highlight for me too. (laughs) (laughs) And look, as I was the the DRR for 9510, which is where you currently reside, and honestly, it was such a pleasure to be able to see everyone celebrate the the awesome work that you guys do as a (laughs) club. (laughs) It was really good to see other attractors from all around Australia as well. Very, very wholesome. Very wholesome. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Look, and I think your celebrations as a club were were extraordinary. I remember seeing the photos and everyone just looks so proud <laughs> and so we're happy. We're just a crazy bunch. That's what we are. <laughs> <laughs> the final question I have for you is what is some advice that you have for rotor actors as they start to think about what their future holds? Well, I guess my top advice would be don't ever hesitate to take an opportunity or to jump for a decision that would be really good for you. I remember when I was really hesitant about going for president at the club, but it has been the best decision I've ever made in my life. I would totally do it all over again. I would say totally, totally take opportunities. Um, Don't be afraid and go for it. Um, You never know what could come out of it. As we say in our club, the catch, the famous catchphrase, opportunities lie outside your comfort zone. (laughs) Look, I love that as a, as a club statement. I think that that sounds fantastic. Well, look, thank you so much, Waijan, for sharing your wise words of wisdom with our (laughs) listeners today. I hope that... everyone takes something something away from our chat and if anyone wants to get in touch with your club how can they do that easy you can do that in many different ways <laughs> search us on google you'll find our website or you can go on facebook find us on facebook and contact us or just submit an expression of interest and um, from there we'll contact you 
Amazing. Well, look, thank you so much, Waijan. To all of our listeners, thank you for listening again. We will be back very soon. So make sure you check out the Rotaract Australia socials. Bye. Thank you, Laura, for having me. See ya. Don't forget to subscribe to Chats by Rotaract Australia on your favourite podcasting channel and like, share and comment on the RA socials.